Welcome to the Family Podcast, featuring our family, the Larsons. My family loves to share stories, and the goal with this podcast is to record as many of those stories as we can. On this episode, we'll look into Ruth's memories of World War II, specifically of her brother, Wen. Included in this episode will be Ruth, her mom and dad, Dorothy and Ray, Ruth's brothers, John, Wally, Wen, and Paul, Wen's first wife, Barb, and his second wife, Nancy. Also briefly mentioned will be Dale Larson, Alex's cousin, and Alex. And now, we hope you enjoy In the Army Now. John was in the Navy. Holly was in the Navy. Uh, Wally was in the army, and Wen was in the army, and you know he was a prisoner of war. And Paul uh, never had to go, but I think he was to go, and he had appendicitis operation on the day he was to go, and he was oh, deferred. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And Uncle Bill was in service, and Uncle Dale was, and Grandpa Alex was. And Uncle Jay was in the Navy, and Uncle uh, Holly was in the Navy, and Uncle John was in the Navy, and Uncle Wally was in the Army. So your brothers are out from the war. You said John, John was in the Navy. Was he stationed like and in the Pacific, he, or was and he... And he was in... Um, uh, so I don't know that much And he, he was in Lake Superior. But oh. he was prone to... Um, had terrible headaches, and he had one, and he fainted, and he had a concussion, and then he he was discharged during the war, and he came home, and I remember that that was um, a, a hard time because people would say, "Why aren't you in service?" So I do remember you telling yeah, me that. Yeah, that was hard, and then he then uh, he worked up by the cities, but then he went to California because there were here's uh, cousins that were in the building business, and that's where he got his skills, of, and he worked for them, and then he came back to Minnesota and built a lot of homes, and he did really well, and he was very good to Grandpa and I, and, and he was a good man. And he had a wonderful wife and two fine boys. Wendell Hears was captured by the German army during what came to be known as the Battle of the Bulge in World War II. While the German offensive was ultimately stopped, thousands of Allied soldiers were taken prisoner. Wen was then shipped off to Saxony, and Stalag 4B the largest prisoner of war camp in Europe, where he faced many challenges including mistreatment and malnourishment. Most of what I and my family knows about Wen's capture has been pieced together as Wen never talked about it. His silence on the issue for many years after the war probably speaks volumes. Ruth talks about the day she found out Wen was captured. What was it like for you at home? With you and your sisters and your mom and your dad, were you worried about them, or was it just kind of out there, oh, sure. out there? And well, I was you have to home do what you have to do. the night that the constable in Amboy 
called. I, Marilyn and Paul and Bill had gone skating at Porter's Lake, and I didn't go because I had a bad cold. And the, and the constable uh, called and asked if he could come out. And I think mom, dad was out in the barn yet, and she ran out and got him, and he came in. And his name was Fritz Wollion, and he came, and I was the only one home with mom and dad. And then he had this telegram that said that Wendell was missing in action. And then I do remember his, when mom and dad clung to each other, and me too, I mean, they brought me in, and they said, and he said, um, don't give up hope, there's hope. Because we had other people that whose sons were killed, and they got the letter, or I mean the message, the telegram saying your son was killed. Yeah, it wasn't missing in action, no, it was. No, it was. So oh then, um, but it was, what was so wonderful about all of that is that people were so caring. The people in the church, and mom and dad, and, and you know, in the community, and mom and dad had lived at Delvin, and those people came, and the people in Winnebago where they lived, they came, the people in Blue Earth, and then all of our relatives like Annie Glad and Uncle Charles and, and dad's sisters and brothers. I mean, it, it, that, I mean, when I think back about it, what a, that's why it's so important that we we let people know that that they're important and that they're part of our lives and 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 that they're a part of ours and we care. So, but anyway, then um, when his girlfriend was Barbara Larson, his first wife, and and then the, the day that the telegram came from the prison camp. Or from the army that they um, the postmistress or lady that worked there called him and said there's a letter there's a, a letter from your son and and so they went up there and then the people in the village all crowded around them and and there was a man that was a hundred hundred percent Danish and he said to my mother no more tears he said, you have so much to be thankful for. Waiting for the train to come in Waiting for my man to come home I've counted After he'd been captured by the Germans and he was that one day uh, they can remember them telling that they someone came through the, the camp the prison camp and they said run for your life the Germans are gone and the Russians are coming and you didn't want to be with the Russians so I mean I thought they were allies but they evidently they were so yeah. anyway, they got on a, a boxcar and they got to La Havre, France, I think it was, 
where he, they could get on a boat to come back. And, and I, another story that I think is so interesting is that uh, when he had bought a little uh, two-seated car with a rumble seat on the back before he had gone into service, and my mother drove that. And she uh, belonged to the Riverside Ladies' Aid down at Winnebago, because they lived in Blorth and then Winnebago, mm -hmm. Delamont, and finally Amber. Kept, kept getting north. Yeah, north. and then, but anyway, she passed a soldier on the road, and it was Wendell hitchhiking, because everybody hitchhiked. But she just, she had his little car. Well, finally, he did find out that it was, you know, when afterwards oh. they found out that it was, it was Wendell and that it was his mother. And but he came home and, he and and you didn't really recognize him. He, he was, you know, he's such a handsome man, but he had gained all this weight because he'd been starved. And and then he he just he was just very fleshy and and just little slits for her eyes and and then when when uh, then they knew that he was he was all right and he was sent back to for rehabilitation and then when he uh, then he got to come home but he he didn't look like when because he'd been starved and then when he got food that just turned to flabby fat and it and didn't have good color. But he came home and that, that one of the summers that he he and I detasseled corn together. Marilyn was supposed to, but she went off to college. But uh, you know, that's a long time ago. But then when, you know, uh, then it, it Somehow, I don't know how that came about, why I was going to university, but the thing about it was that that the government was really good about taking care of. So he used the GI Bill to yeah. deal? And so he then he got to go to the university, and, and he, he married his high school sweetheart, Barbara. Did he ever talk about his experience? Um, a little bit, but then he then he kind of didn't. Oh, I know one time when he told me that somebody had gotten a Red Cross package from in there mm -hmm. from me, and he and he was starved, you know, and he felt like his eyes were going to come out of his head. I so remember his saying that to me. So we had no idea. Uncle Wen was. He was such a sweet man. He was. He was so. And then he came back, and then he married his his high school sweetheart. The songs from today's episode were "The Boogie Woogie Beagle Boy" from Company B by the Andrews Sisters, "Waiting for the Train to Come" by Peggy Lee, and "Pennies from Heaven" by Bing Crosby. This is Jonathan Larson. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope to hear your story soon. Trade them for
package of sunshine and flowers. If you want the things you love, you must have showers. Oh, when you hear it thunder, don't run under a tree. There'll be pennies from heaven for you and me. <laughs> 